and welcome to Tell the Damn Story, the podcast that celebrates the trials and tribulations, the challenges and joys of creativity, and hopefully, along the way, helps you decide how you want to tell your damn story. Today, we're going to talk about pending experience that we've just got to talk about. But who is that going to be? Well, it's going to be me, Chris Ryan, who is a former journalist, a current teacher, a hybrid author, independent and official. Thank you very much. Traditionally published. (laughs) Just a little bit. Need, Need to expand on the second part. And with me. Nay, nay. Leading me, yes, oh, is the legendary comic book scribing, iconic teenage detectives writing, a great underused character developing, and globe-trotting creator of the world-renowned Aaron Blackjack Day. This is the uh, that is the African American soldier of fortune set in the 1930s, whose adventures reflect today's problems. We are talking about the one, the only. The focus of this part of the show, Alex Simmons. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. It's hey, me. Hey, hey. It's me. And, and first off, I'm sitting here. Oh, it doesn't work. It doesn't, it doesn't work because of. Yeah, there it is. There, you put there it is. Right in front of okay. your face. There right in front of my face here. I've got Black Panther, Tales of Wakanda, the volume. The, the volume. It's there. Oh, it, it, I keep losing it. There we go. There, there it go. is. Beautiful. It's it looks great. It's, it's got this kind of red sunset behind yes, uh, yes, the yes. T'Challa, and oh yeah, it looks fantastic. In, the, it's in a crouch, ready yes, to uh, crouch, uh, to attack branch. if necessary. Yeah. And it's uh, you can't. Oh wow, that's that's interesting. It's the and invisible pages. There you go. Yes, invisible. You can't see the pages. It's a special special no. uh, bathroom. Is that a hardcover or a soft color? Oh, it's a hardcover. This is. You can hear it's a hardcover. Five hundred some odd like. pages, man. Five hundred. There's lots to. There's so much adventure in there. Five hundred and no, I'm sorry, not. Well, well, maybe. Hang on. Wait, wait. Let me. Five hundred three pages. Five hundred three pages. Action and tales of Wakanda. And where can you order that? You can order that everywhere. Anywhere and everywhere. Books are sold uh, through Marvel and Amazon. I would even check. Aisle three of CBS. It's everywhere, ladies and gentlemen. It's everywhere. <laughs> and I have, I am one of 18 remarkable, talented writers who have our our say in there in, 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 in an anthology, wonderful collection of stories. So, so beautiful. But ladies and gentlemen. That's not the reason we're here. <laughs> that, is, that is not the reason we are recording at 9 p.m. Uh, on Saturday night. Yes, that's right. It's Instead because... Of- Alex looked out the window and saw the blackjack signal. (laughs) And he has an adventure tonight. He has an adventure tonight. Alex, what the hell are you doing? As soon as I get on my cape and cowl at 1 (laughs) a.m. in the morning, I'm going to be traversing the dark corridors of Yankee Stadium. That's right. I will be up there in the boogie down Bronx. In Yankee Stadium, Yankee now, Stadium. Okay. Now, when I when I first heard this, that you were going to Yankee Stadium at one a.m. to do what, by the way? Oh, to take a shot. <laughs> well, let's rephrase this. This is the South Bronx. Oh I love yeah. The Bronx, but let's rephrase this. Yeah. 
Well, actually, it's not the South. It's 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 the West side of the Bronx. But nevertheless, uh, nevertheless, oh. I'm going to get, <laughs> I'm going to get, I'm going to get my my anti-COVID, my COVID vaccine shot, my Johnson and Johnson COVID see, now that's, vaccine shot. See, now that's the thing. When I first heard this, I was like, wait a second. What kind of white privilege is this? Brian, <laughs> Brian gets a, a, a COVID shot at 3.30 in the afternoon at CVS. And Simmons has to go out at 1 a.m. What the hell? This is what's wrong with this country. And then he goes, well, I'm getting the Johnson and Johnson shot. Excuse me. While I got the Moderna that doesn't sound that modern anymore because I've got to get a second shot at the end of the month. Life is moving too fast, ladies and gentlemen. Or, 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 or not fast enough. We'll see. <laughs> when Alex Simmons creator of blackjack and oh so many things including one of the stories in tales of wakanda black panthers tales of wakanda currently newly available on amazon and and um was it barnes and noble and and, and all those other CBS. places all those yet. other places all those other places there he is ready to go at 1 a.m in the morning Yes. To get his J and J shot. Why does that sound Johnson like I ordered something at the Johnson bar? Vaccination <laughs> yeah, one and J &J done. I, yes. By this time tomorrow, he will yep. be virtually COVID invincible. Yeah. Or, or as I'll long as he arms. continues to wear yeah. a mask, keep socially distanced. Yeah. <laughs> And wash my hands after everything. After everything. You breathe, yeah. wash your hands. Did yeah. you wash your hands? Wash yeah. your hands. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, I, as as we said, you know, I'm I'm you know, I, as far as I'm concerned, this is all still so new. I mean, yeah. the, the, the 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 vaccines are being you know pumped into us, and um, I'm I'm still wondering, like, am I am I going to wind up with the Peter Parker syndrome thing where I'm going to be clinging to walls? You know, firing webs from my from the bone structure in my in the of my hand, or this is or where the tell the damn story part of the show kicks yeah. in. Yeah, right? yeah, yes. could be the Spider-Man six-arm guy. Yeah. You could be. You could turn into Alex Rogers, Captain America. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I get that shot. All of a sudden, the chest burst out. Yeah, with so, machine, the nice, you know, some army lady is knocking you on your chest. Yeah, that's right. Get a shield, vehicle, funny yeah. costume. Yes. No, I think really what it's going to be, it's going to be like the old, you know, this is where Simmons' wayback machine is going to be the old the attack of the fifty-foot old dude. You know, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> welcome to the Alex Simmons. I'll be in my boxing shorts, which will expand. That's with, right. You know, Alex Simmons in Attack of the Sixty, <laughs> in the si Attack of the Sixty Foot BBDs. There they are, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I mean, this is this is, this is the, the 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 fun part of it is imagining all this nonsense. Uh, the, the the other end of it is I could have a headache or a fever or whatever. I don't know. And, and, I no and that's one of the reasons we're recording tonight. Yeah, one I is that I am thrilled. I am really thrilled that you're getting the shot. And then that's a, that takes one more step towards safety for you, my brother. And I want, you know, I'm glad for you to get that. But also, 
you know, there's been so much loss and so much depression and so much mm-hmm. sadness about this uh, to offer up people some imagination and some fun about you going to Yankee yeah, Stadium <laughs> at 1 a.m., especially <laughs> after I was sitting in a CBS with a two, two, not yesterday, but a week ago yesterday at 3.30 p.m. In the afternoon. But it's yep. just, it's amazing. I mean, it's... Uh, the, the vaccinations are spreading out everywhere. Yeah, you know? I mean, and, you know, again, one can look at this any number of ways. You can look at it pessimistically or, or soberly or, you know, uh, I mean, the fact that it's being made available is one. I mean, because just a few weeks ago, a friend of mine was, was desperately trying to search all over the Bronx, because that's where she and her husband live, to find a location. They found a little uh, clinic that was part of a hospital not far from them that had the vaccine and they went in and they said, oh, there was hardly anybody in the waiting room. They got in, they got their shots, they got out. It was like two days later, they heard that uh, they were all out of vaccine, that the area was all out of vaccine again. So I'm thinking, well, what the heck? You know, what did they get? Like two vials? You know, that was it. So, you know, it's been it's been highs and lows for everybody where this is concerned. I have a friend who uh, just fought about with pneumonia uh, she came through it, thank her, you know, thank goodness, and all that. But she had a it was a bad situation, um, and they had to drain her lung and all this kind of stuff. And so, luckily, she was able to get a shot because at this point now, even though she's made it through the pneumonia end of it, that was you know she's she's highly susceptible right, right. now. She's quite vulnerable. So you know, My, again, uh, I have a family member who uh, the family, yeah, he came in tested positive and uh everyone else tested positive the rest of the family you know maybe a little headache this and that but this guy it hit him it hit him hard and um he came away with it with the, the covid cough but then that developed into bronchitis okay. uh, and then you know he was trying to tough it out with the bronchitis and uh He's spending the weekend in the po- in the hospital right now. They drained his lungs. They yep. tested and all that sort of stuff. And and yeah, so we we had the f- the flight of fancy, imagining what you know what wild superhero things will happen to Alex Simmons. Uh, but yeah, it is very serious, and we don't yeah, want anyone thinking we're taking it lightly. No, um, well, we're taking it lightly because in some ways it is a way to deal with the scary aspects of it. Whistling in the dark, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, you know. I mean, um, the other thing, too, is I, I do believe that comedy or, you know, at least a certain aspect of how you look at things does have an impact on how you deal with things. And so, yeah, you know, yeah. to me, uh, until I can't crack a joke, <laughs> you right. know, I will. Because you know, well, it just makes it know, a little bit easier. And there, you know, we don't, we're recording this now because uh, we're not sure what condition Alex will be in tomorrow. Yes, that's you know? right. Yes. And, and when you're listening to this, it'll be tomorrow, it'll be Sunday, and I'll know what condition I'm in at that point. That's right. We, we're going to try and record a, like an addendum so we can find, even if it's just yeah. you saying, I survived, or I am now Simmons Hulk, you know, or something like that. <laughs> 
you'll you'll yeah. actually be seeing you know seeing a news footage of me you know there's the army tanks are, are trying to mow me down and I'm flipping them over my shoulder. It's going to be really intense. You know. And the second part of this, the addendum of the show, might you might hear Alex sounding very very moody. <laughs> there he may see. I am no one of the damned. <laughs> so, Call so, me Morbius Simmons. Yeah, what is this? Living Wells? This is my Orson Welles moment here. I will serve no wine before. I am Morbius, <laughs> the living Simmons. <laughs> <laughs> I must I must spill my bone marrow with comics. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's funny. Um tonight Tonight being Saturday night, uh, I just recorded uh, a session with with uh, three of the the writers from the Black Panther Tales of Wakanda uh, program, and we were talking about the power of you know the Black Panther and and the Wakanda uh, mythology and all of that, you know, and how it's 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 just spread throughout the world in so many ways, but it's also the power of comics and imagination and yeah. how that unite people and and that's really the power at the root it's the power of story it's the power of myth and stories i mean from from tales being told around the campfire to yeah being the kid under the blanket with the flashlight and a couple of you know issues of green arrow or whatever it is uh it's the power of story and imagination and uh, we we have reflected society and humankind both weak and strong for generation after generation through story and i think that um even what we're doing now is is very much that because we're we're telling tales of of life you know tales of simmons yes tales of simmons and ryan you know because we talked about your 330 thing that's true um and and you know also you know what we could we could we could actually i mean since we're still not really sure what condition i'm going to be in tomorrow you know, it was with the hair, and I'm blue with the tail flipping in the back. But um, dancing. Something, <laughs> yeah. Something else I saw. Something else I saw Friday night was uh, Wandavision. Yes, we can talk about Wandavision. We could, we could talk about Wandavision right now. We could, we could, yeah, we could. Matter of fact, uh, if we do get this video, every week I try to get the video up. But if we get the video up, you'll see right over my head is. Oh yes, so, yes, yes. We got a little vision. All right. Very um, little. So vision, this right? was. This was episode nine. This was the um, the finale, and it yeah. was titled series finale. Yes. Um, a very original title. <laughs> well, you know, it, what's really interesting is Feige is saying, "Well, we can. I know we can see what a uh, season two of Falcon and the Winter Soldier would look like, or a season two of Loki, or you know, but we can't see a s- season two of WandaVision. Yeah, because you know the next one would be called Vision and the Scarlet Witch. I mean, that's I don't I don't think their their story is finished. But even if they never do another se- uh, season of this, I think there's a lot there's a lot to love about what was oh, given yeah. to us in nine episodes. Yes. What did you think? What did you think? Uh, well, you know, it's funny again, non spoilers. <laughs> Non-spoilers here. We because go. we're the only ones in the world the, not uh, hey, spoiling. We, and, we, and we carry that banner proudly. You know um, why? Because we know Tim Fielder and yes. his new fantastic book, Infinitum, 
There you go, Tim. Infinitum. Only get 10 seconds this week. Infinitum. First off, it was a family. It was a family thing. Um, the, the, the three offsprings, uh, a boyfriend and uh, myself. And uh, the only one missing was mom. She was not there. But we were all there watching the, the last episode. And I, I have to say that, um, and this is going to sound a little weird. It's going to sound a little weird. I have to say that of a scale of 1 to 100, it, it, it delivered 80 for me. It delivered 80. Um, there was a lot of meat to it. There was um, uh, a nice encounter. I'll put it that way. Really nice visual encounter. Uh, there was a payoff of certain characters uh, receiving their moments and their dues. Uh, that was great. Um, I enjoyed, and again, this is not a, a giveaway, I enjoyed Vision's combat um, and how that was you know, dealt with. And there was, like I said, there was a 20% miss factor for me and I'm still trying to figure out why I feel that way, but I do feel that way. I just like, ah, it, it just missed by 20. But, you know, frankly, seven wonderful episodes and one episode where I think it only hit 80 instead of 100, I, I'm still thinking it was still out Actually, of the park. Actually, there were nine episodes. I'm sorry, so eight episodes and one, you know, one, one slightly off. Uh, was it because you were believing some of the uh, online hype that there was going to be I haven't, this? I have I ignored all no? on Okay, so it was all hype. based on story for you and performance and all that yeah, stuff? Yeah, yeah, it was. It was oh, totally, wow. it was totally the story. It was something, wow. you know, and as I said, I'm, uh, again, trying not to do a spoiler. So I will say that there was an aspect of it that felt unfulfilling, but it was only that aspect and again i'm not quite sure why i feel that way but it, it, it's resonating. did you watch both both uh the mid credit and the post credit yeah mm, all right because i'm i'm up there at about a uh i'd say a 97.3 that's fine that's that's absolutely <laughs> fine you know i at the this from a guy who saw, you know, Endgame 93 times? Yeah. Yes, yeah. Well, then, you know, you have to, I have to own up to I'm all in. You know, I have to own up that Vision and Hawkeye are my favorite characters growing up reading the comics. Mm -hmm. I mean, the other guys, they got their names on their own comics, yeah. you know? And it was very rare for Vision or Hawkeye to get, you know, a little miniseries, right? So you had to go to the Avengers or wherever they were, you know. Of, for my youth, Vision was reliably in the Avengers. Mm -hmm. um, Hawkeye would go, you know, over the, the, the Defenders of this or that. And then eventually, you know, he was in several groups and leading several groups. Um, <coughs> but I, I, I could never get enough. I always wanted to see them. Or I love the moments when they were in the spotlight, mm. and that's one of the reasons I was I was kind of pre-sold, you know. And and then I was I was kind of shocked from episode one on the sheer nerve of Marvel, and I mean that in the best way mm -hmm. to take such a huge narrative risk. Matter of fact, I was on social media uh, today, um, 
uh, Twitter in particular, and uh, a lot of um, I, I curate my follows a lot of writers. I follow a mm-hmm. lot of writers. I got rid of a lot of people who were preoccupied with uh, politics or whatever. And I just mm-hmm. and, a, and a good number of people in writing community was like, should I give that a chance? We gave up after one or two episodes, and I was like, listen, if you know, if you if you're not, why waste your time? I mean. I was all in and I loved every minute of it. But if, you know, why force yourself, bro? If it's not connected, it's not yeah. connected, you know? Um, and I feel that way. I don't understand why people would go through everything and, and you know, hate on something. I understand yeah, yeah, yeah. the it's effort like, it takes to... Why put that kind of energy into it? <laughs> yeah. yeah, don't put that in the world. Um, there is so much creativity in this show from the concept let's take this chance mm-hmm. to okay this is what this story is you know this is truly wandavision that name the title of that show is so perfect mm-hmm. if you get all the way through the end of uh, episode 9 you'll understand why that title works on about four or five levels right and that you, that's when everybody in the room is working well, you know? Um, and then to say, okay, we're going to roll the dice. We're going to be our first entry is going to take the first two, almost the first three episodes. Yeah, it takes you into a foreign land as, you had as no idea you were going to. Yeah, hokey, uh, this and that. And then we're not going to pay that off until almost the end of the story. Yeah. And that delayed gratification is not some people used to. You know, someone made the observation that this probably will work better binging. And while uh, Tina and I will binge the entire, the goddess and I will uh, binge the entire thing pretty soon. Yes, because um, we, you know, we just love, and I love studying story and all that stuff. Um, in this case, I think chewing it over for a week was really a forgotten yes treat. Yeah. we yeah. did this growing up you know we would we would talk you you'd see a sketch from saturday night live and like five guys six guys in the in the uh eighth grade would be like reciting lines you know while the nun had their her back to you or whatever um or you know you'd see the new twilight zone or or it was on reruns when we were kids well mm-hmm. Well, when you were a kid, well, yeah, you well, okay, but but also when you were a little older, right? So, yes. you know, um, but we would still talk to each other about, hey, did you see that? Oh man, you got to see that episode, yeah, right. Yeah. And but that and meant was, that meant you had to wait forever until that episode came around again, came back again, yeah. Yes. And and um, like if you didn't see an episode of Night Stalker or something. Well, you were out, out of luck, you know, right? <laughs> Left and out. Someone yeah. came to you and said, did you see this? And, you know, your brother was watching Monday Night Football or something. And, oh, what? Yeah. There was, you had a hope for the summer reruns. Yeah. That was your, that was your bet. That was your was only it? thing. Yeah. 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 So it's yeah. a, um, it was kind of uh, a nod to that world. But I also think they understood that um, the build you know, would work. And uh, yeah, I thought it did. Um, 
I'm looking forward to see what happens to everybody, you know, um, whose stories are continuing. Yeah. And um, that's not a spoiler. You no, know, no. We don't no, know who is. No. I'm not and, saying and what. I mean, but. it is it is it is going to be interesting to see again what what they do with it, because I think continuing it as a series, uh, there's a couple of places that I can think of to go to right. continue it as a series. Yeah. So I'm, I'm and, and I could also see them going, you know, no, we're going out on that note. Yeah, I and, could understand and, that. <clears throat> I could understand yeah. that. Yeah. But there's more story to tell. That's one of the beauties of um, of Marvel and, 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 you know, at DC as well. But DC hasn't hasn't begun to tap in. It keeps staying with the same small group and now once they're starting to venture out i think they're going to see how rich they're they're doing a blue beetle show or something which i think would be really cool and they're doing the uh, latino who was which is a more modern version and i'm thrilled that they're going to keep start digging into the richness i Same also with, i also read um some reviewer was talking about lois uh superman and lois uh the storyline on that is supposed to Alex, yeah. So Tina and I, so she, the goddess and I, saw the first two episodes. Yeah. It is beautifully shot. Ah. It is a unique uh, take, further a little further down the line for Superman mm-hmm. and Lois, and um, oh man, it feels fresh and the most human Superman. That I've we've seen in a long time. Although Henry Cavill, I thought would have been a great human Superman, you know. They, he mm. had a, but they I, they never got to use him enough. Yeah, where wasn't under duress or in the middle of battle or something. Um, you see a lot of this interpretation or this iteration um, being human, and it's just wonderful. And the family dynamic, which don't. Well, Again, that's I'm that's assuming sort of, no sort spoilers. Of what they were saying, yeah, no spoilers, right? No spoilers. But that is, you know, I mean, you you know that he and Lois have have two sons and they're teenagers, and there's angst and so forth to go through. But um, the one review that I did read about that, I haven't seen the episodes yet, but the one review was stating that the approach, like you said, the approach is is very different and. It, actually, the reviewer who was going at it, or I guess coming to the series with a certain amount of disdain, flipped when when he saw it. He went, "Oh, oh, there's something something else happening here." Yeah. And so, you know, I will be catching that soon. Now that Wanda's over, uh, for now, I can I can turn my attention to something else. Now, now <laughs> let's see what the Simmons rules are on this. They they did play the opening minute as. Um, marketing for it. So, are we allowed to talk about that more? Yes, yes, <clears throat> yes. So you can. it it starts on a, a, a. I don't know if there's a moment in Superman's career that is more cliche. It is the catching, and he catches a pace, not, not a pace. A, um, I forget the name car, but it looks like an old forties car. They would run mm-hmm. PT yeah. Cruiser. He captured right. Peter Cruz, which looks like a 40s car. Yep. The same way as the first the cover of Action Comics number one, and he sets it down, 
everybody's safe. And that's, you know what? I was like, oh, it's going to be a cliche fest. And he turns around and there's a kid standing there, you know, a little African-American kid. <gasps> and in, in going to catch the um, car, he had uh, Superman's, like the breeze that goes with Superman had knocked the kid's hat off. Yeah. So Superman picked, bent down, picked up the hat and said, here's your hat, friend. And just the use of the word friend, I sat up, you know, <laughs> and I was like, wow, okay. And they, they turned back to the kid. And the kid was like, oh, great costume. <laughs> and Superman smiles, this beautiful smile. He says, thanks, my mom made it for me. And <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was, I was like, yeah. no, I'm in right now. I'm in right now for that Superman. Yes. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, you know, yeah. It's I, uh, on the CW. Um, uh, you, you, everybody knows how to track. Yeah, believe Whatever, whatever happens, happens. Right? One, uh, one more, one more series concept we'll talk about again. And all of this again ties back to great storytelling and reimagining iconic characters. Because you were talking about Superman, we were talking about Wanda and the Vision. Perry Mason. Yes. Did you do your homework, by the way? I did most, but not all. Okay. I watched the, man, the originals had me a T in stitches. <laughs> this, especially the first season, the, the first episode, and uh, I forget where it was, I forget what station they were on, but... Um, Netflix, if I remember right. Yeah, but the gun, there's a gun involved. Yeah, right? yeah. And it keeps getting pointed at everybody. They're really flagrantly careless with this gun, and he's carrying it around. He's put it in his attache case, no problem, you know? And I was just, what the hell? But you can see the pattern. Mm -hmm. I have to, I haven't seen the Showtime update yet, or wherever the update is. Yeah, uh, that I have to see, but and then we'll be able to talk. But it was, it was glorious to see the old um, Perry Mason. And I'll tell you, well, another thing we noticed was the doors. All the doors were really wide on that set. But then, if you looked at Perry Mason and the cut of his suit jacket, you understood <laughs> why you needed such wide doors. Because yeah, Raymond was wide suit jacket. Raymond Burr is not a small guy to begin no, with, right? No. But but his show, his suit jacket is cut like like maybe shoulder pads could fit under there. Yeah. And it, I was like, that's why they need those doors so wide. <laughs> yeah, the funny thing, the funny thing about the old time television stuff that gets me is little things, little things that I I can see now. And of course, as a kid, I never noticed. But they were ninety nine percent of the apartments and offices that they shot in were studios. They were studio right. facsimiles, right? <coughs> there are almost no locks on anything. No, no, There's no lock. What are you fiddling with? It's just open the door, you know. But um, there's there's a there's just how they handle the characters and and the first season in particular. He plays, I guess, more of the moral fiber of the character comes across later in the seasons. It's less. So, and Raymond, as the actor that he was, fought for certain things. 
because mm-hmm. he wanted to be challenged. But in the first season, there, there's several episodes where the moral fiber, the, the cut of the man comes across, and then of right. course, stick with the formula. So that's why I said, you know, if you're going to watch any of them, watch like four episodes from the first season, and then go and then, watch, you know, the yeah. Showtime, uh, a Hulu rather, the Hulu. Uh, the Hulu, yeah. No, I tell you, sorry, the no, it's not Hulu. It's HBO Max. HBO Max. Max. The other thing is this lawyer does a lot of private investigating. Yes. (laughs) Yes. He's the smartest detective lawyer on the planet. Amazing. Even his private eye isn't as good as he is. However, from almost like five or ten minutes into the first episode, I think he had an HR problem on his hands. Because he calls his secretary into work at like one or two in the morning. Yep. She does. She just puts the coffee on. Yep. No problem. It's like, wow, that is 1957, bro. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Oh man, there's there's so many. I mean, again, when we talked about WandaVision <clears throat> in terms of the first two, three episodes, first three episodes, and their look back at their homage to the settings that were so 50s, 60s sitcom, so perfectly so. And the vibe of that era resonated in the Wanda stories because they, they really did their homework. When you watch the old Perrys, again, they were shot at that time. And again, the standards, the, the status, the social uh, mores, all of that is woven into the fabric of those episodes. There's one episode, and not to get Perry Mason happy here, but just again, in terms of story, there's one episode where it opens up with this man, a businessman, probably in his late 50s, gets off a, a flight uh, at uh, LAX and goes to a payphone. He calls his office. And the name of his office, when, when the woman receptionist answers, she, she says, such and such. He goes, isn't this such and such tool and die? She goes, no, we changed our name a year ago. He says, what? And he says, well, I want to need to speak to so-and-so. And says, well, he's in a, a meeting. Is he having some? He realizes that they're about to have a shareholders meeting. And he rushes to get to the cab. And he jumps in his cab and gets to the place. And he, he interrupts his shareholders meeting where uh, a woman and six men are sitting around the table. And they're saying that they're going to change this and change that. And he walks in and they all freak. Now, it's at this moment that you realize he's the founder of the company. But he's been missing for six years. He walked out, disappeared for six years. No one had heard from him. And he comes back expecting to find everything exactly the way he left it, including his wife. Now, okay, that's his his ego, okay? She, the next scene is they're back at their home. And she's saying, you know, um, uh, where have you been? He says, well, I don't think I'm the one to have to answer that question when I walk in and see you're about to sell out my company. I'm thinking, yes, yeah, son of a... You, 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 you. I'm thinking like, you no. You just made it under the legal limit to be legally declared yes, dead, yes. buddy. But he has the <laughs> audacity to present himself as not in the wrong, that they did him wrong or were about to do him wrong. And she is coping with it as a dutiful wife, and I'm going, oh, man, I can think about nine women that would have beat this man senseless in the boardroom, let alone take him home. So it's it's those moments when you realize, and I've said this to my writing students a lot, our medium 
uh, you know, whatever it's television, books, whatever, reflect the times that they are created. You know, our society is reflected in the work. And if you're going to do something that goes back in time, like a lot of my students in the filmmaking uh, um, school, uh, when I have my screenwriting classes, a lot of them want to do something with a flashback or they want to do a story that takes place in another era. I said, you've got to understand how that era works. You've right. got to do some homework there, you know, and I, I'll give them a, for instance, I'll say like $20 in 1939 was worth $300. What? Yeah, that's right. So again, you know, if somebody says that they're making $40 a week, that's a decent salary. That's like $600 a week, you know. So these, you know, I said, you have to do your homework. And right. the same thing is, again, in terms of the roles of men and women at that time, at least in our Western culture, you know, that that reflected differently. Now, we we can talk about the undercurrents. Of course, women, people of color were not happy with being oppressed or put down or any of that kind of stuff. How they handled it was different than now. But, yeah, there was definitely that tension was there. But it was a different time. So I, I'm respectful of the the WandaVision material, but I'm also respectful of what you will see is the HBO Max Perry, because the same characters that you will see in the old version with Perry and Paul Drake and Della, those three main characters are represented in the new version of it, but different. Very different. Very different. And, and it's, it's actually kind of exciting to see what they did with that. Uh, I don't know how Earl Stanley Gardner would feel about it. I have no idea. He's not here to tell us. But it is interesting to see how they took those characters and shifted it and then kept it in uh, the 1930s, kept it in a different time period, reflected the sensibilities of that time period, and yet changed by virtue of casting and some writing, the 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 intentions and motivations and goals of those characters. It was just really made for some interesting storytelling. Yes. Um, this might allow us to talk about another thing that happened uh, on social media this ah, week. Okay. Um, Aren't you glad we're doing this now? Because tomorrow I may not be in the mood for all this. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, on social media, there was this conversation where these people started saying that um, the arrangement authors have for their creations, the rights to their creations, which is um, life plus 30 or life plus 70 years. Mm, 70, that. I think it is, yeah. yeah. Well, it shouldn't be that. They were saying that... Um, it should be life, and that's it. And then there was an argument that was pushed. No, whatever creation you should have, that you create, you should only have the rights to it for 30 years, and then it's public domain, and anybody can play with it. And I, you know, I mean, Joe Lansdale was in the lead, and Brian Keene, now they, you know, and I'm sure a ton of other people. When I got it, I was like, what are you talking about, you know? These are their creations. You go create your own. Don't be yeah. lazy. Don't be yeah. a bullshit on it. And, uh, the, you know, the argument was, um, why should someone else get uh, uh, someone else get rich uh, off their, you know, uh, this uh, 
inheritance. And I was like, oh, because it's their family created that, you know? Yeah. You don't, you don't see the Ford family saying, oh, you know, that was great grandfather. I've got no right to it. What are you talking about? You know, <laughs> this is you're, you're being absurd. And uh, they were playing with that and they were playing. With that. I don't even want to touch the Dr. Seuss and Mr. Potato. Those things were stupid. But I thought this whole rights thing, there was a there's a dark undercurrent of it. You know, mm. they were saying, well, other people should have a right to play with those characters. And I said, absolutely not. You didn't create them. Imagine. I mean, how many books have cycled back into the zeitgeist, you know, and been made into a movie 30 years after being written or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, the, the, their family doesn't get uh, a right to that. Much. Why not? You know, you know it, it's 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 really an indication of I don't know uh, I I I would call it a, a lack of of just ethical I won't even call it moral ethical uh, thinking uh, because I mean ultimately if you didn't create it you don't have any rights to it period mm-hmm. just just period end of discussion now if Whoever has the rights wants to hire you to write that material. That's something else. Then you could negotiate a percentage if that's a deal that they'll go for. You know, that's something else. You negotiate where your work contributing to the material or to the character or the, the, uh, the I forget the term I'm trying to come up with now. Um, the IP. Yeah, well, IP, but there was there was another canon. There it is. That's what. Oh, yeah. it is the canon. Yeah, the canon. If you remember, I mean, for instance, I I have been writing things about Sherlock Holmes for several years. You know, the play and several of the stories I did with the Raven League and all that. I had to negotiate with the estate of uh, Arthur Conan Doyle's estate when I did the play years and years and years ago, and it was fine. It was mm-hmm. absolutely fine. And then as the years progressed and I wanted to do another project, well, we had done good business before. So when I went to them, I said, well, here's another project I'd like to do. They said, yeah, no, we trust you. Here's here's the, the contract. Boom, here you go. Boom, boom. No problems. Now that Holmes is, is, by all intents and purposes, now public domain, because it's been over 100 years, okay, some people will go crazy with it. You know, and and maybe the family will or will not get any money for it. It's, it is what it is. But to say that the family during those other years was not entitled to it because what? No, no, he wrote it, and his yeah. family is controlling it, and that's that's it. If by some stretch of the wonderful, the wonderfulness of of the gods, my blackjack character suddenly leaps into a money making pri- uh, property. I would like to think that when I'm gone, that money will go to my family and my family will do what they will with it. And, and knowing my family, one or two of them might even try to continue the property right. in some shape or form. That's fine. That makes perfect sense. I think that anyone who says that, well, after 30 years, they shouldn't have the right to it. No, you're full of it. You're yeah. absolutely well, full of it. We, you know? we, yeah. we were talking about WandaVision and all Marvel 
has accomplished in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, but the bulk of those characters were created in the early 1960s. Yeah. And the Marvel Universe, mm, about 2008, 2010, around there somewhere, Iron Man came out. Yeah. That's way past 30 years, my brothers and sisters. Yeah. Uh, you tell me, oh, well, that should all that stuff should be public domain? No. No. Well, you know, it's, it's funny because there are some comic book characters from the 30s and 40s, or actually the 40s, uh, that are public domain now, and, and, and some people are using them. There's some Hulk characters from that era that are also, you know, up for grabs well, because no one protected them. No one owned them. Okay. So well, that's, we that's did, different. You and I did some uh, pulp stuff for uh, this guy, and, you know, it was for, supposed to be for a, a fundraiser, and I think we've been way patient with yep. this gentleman. I'm ready to take those two stories back. It's been about two, three years. Um, but uh, one was Sally the Sleuth, and one was... Um, what was his name? As a, as a secret agent something. Secret, yes, seven or something like that. Um, and X he something? Oh, X, whatever. yeah. And yeah. He, he, met, he met with Blackjack. Yes. Uh, Sally Sleuth was on a similar part of this, you know, the same case, didn't, you know. Um, though, but we dealt, we both researched those characters and treated them with respect. Matter of fact, I think my story treats Sally with more respect than her spicy, <laughs> species spicy, yes, ever, species ever spicy. treated yeah. that poor girl. Yeah. Oh man, this was a girl who lost her clothes every eight panel adventure. That's a lot of clothes to go through. She <laughs> kept her clothes on in my story. God, oops, I almost said something. But, yeah. <laughs> but that's, I mean, those were well beyond. Uh, the limitation that if, if they were created in the 30s and these were the 2000 and almost 2015 or 16 or 17 yeah, we created them, yeah. that was way past 70 years, you know. Um, again, it's being respectful. This this nonsense that went on is nothing more than greed and and, and just outright laziness. And laziness. laziness. And laziness. Create your own, you know. It was so, there was a couple of people made great ar uh, um, arguments about, you know, there are many characters that are a nod to Dracula or what, you know, but or Tarzan, not, yeah, but not necessarily them. They're your own spin on it mm -hmm. that is different enough to warrant consideration as. Uh, a new character, mm -hmm. and and that's what you can do. And uh, um, once in a while, you hit a Stanley and Jack Kirby that explode in imagination and that kind of thing. And it's, and it's been done in other places too. Um, or you get a guy who creates something like Blackjack, and you're thinking, like, now there's a character the world's been waiting for. Um, you know, or Mallory and Gunner, and the mm, world's yeah, waiting. Yeah. And the world is saying, who? I can't wait to meet them. No, I, no meet, meeting a new one, too, because, yeah, you're taking I tell a new, you what, new spin. Quick, quick update on Mallory and Gunner. Gunner continues to evolve. She is fascinating. 
fascinating. And um, you're enjoying this. I am really enjoying this. And it's, you know, the story is is on track. You know, the the um, the manuscript is in really good shape. But now I'm able to go and, you know, check the little nuances that I've been reading about that um, I, I have most of them in, but now I'm fixed. And at the same time, my growing uh, knowledge, I'm, I mean, look, listen. I'm willing to do a lot for my writing. Yeah. Um, but there are even limitations to what I can do. You, you, of course, no limitations. You have to take your Johnson & Johnson shot and grow, you know, four extra limbs and become spidergrams <laughs> or whatever. Um, but I will never, I will never be a, a, a very large um almost you know a large athletic um lesbian i won't be mm. but i'm thinking yeah i'm i'm gonna have to go with you on that one i'm, I'm thinking but, you missed your opportunity there but i i have such empathy for this character and who she is and and you can do the respect and do the research and you know i'm gonna have to get someone to um just you know read it and see yeah you got that right now you missed this mm. new, you know but i mean there's there's there was no sex scene with mallory and gina in in the book there's no time for that there is time to talk about uh relationships and to talk about her mm -hmm. parts and that kind of stuff so it's not like you know Everyone's jumping between the sheets for this particular book. Sorry, that was uh, kind of a, a non-spoiler spoiler. Oh, man. <laughs> I figured yeah. the whole reason he was doing that was no. Yeah, um, you know, I was hoping for that Ryan written yeah. porn, but no, yeah. it's not going to happen. Yeah, <laughs> no, no. And, and for um, those of you who are a little lost at the moment, uh, Chris has been working on the book, um, which was originally called City of Sin. Which is now City called City of, City of Well, rather City of Well, and now he's got. Uh, it's now called Everybody Pays. Everyone pays. Yeah. Everyone pays, yeah. and he is also in the rewrites of an award-winning book. You know, in this rewrite of the rewrites, he has also now changed the gender of one of the two lead characters, mm -hmm. and and very distinctively so. And he's been saying, as you just heard, that in this process of this rewrite and this changing uh he is finding great satisfaction exploring right. this new characters well, and you know the the predicament that led me to think about whether or not this was what i had to do was to have two white leads going through this modern-day Dante's Inferno journey, you know, using Manhattan as the, uh, mm -hmm. as the journey, as the labyrinth. Again, there was, uh, really? That's what New York looks like? Two white guys? You know, <laughs> so I wanted to make it reflect more society. And, and um, the, the lieutenant was African-American, the, their boss, and... Um, 
there was a few others that were representative, but the two white guys were sticking in my craw. And uh, I said, okay, try and reimagine and and see where it goes. And um, I just, you know, it took weeks. It took long. You talked about this. Long time. It was deliberate and and careful because you didn't want to be disrespective of um, that group in the culture, you know, but it was calling to me that there was more I could do. And then she arrived and uh, a glorious version of the gunner that was and as much fun. um, But um, it's easier to empathize Mm. Um, because there's layers and and the little things that she has to do that he didn't have to do you know i mean he could he could literally run through life with kind of blinders on and then some people call that white privilege um that's that's stripped from her Mm. and she does other things has to do other things subtle things to to just maneuver the day you know and i think it's really more interesting and uh and the relationship the the friendship the partnership is as organic but now they have these extra layers and it's oh can't wait to read it pretty cool um but it's you know it's it's still fiction while tonight (laughs) tonight we will have facts (laughs) A true adventure. Yes. Alex Simmons. In three hours. I'll tell you what, listen, here's the difference between Alex Simmons and I. Okay? We both have the raging heart of the adventuring writer. (laughs) But this here, this here raging heart, this adventure is going to go adventure over to the sheets and the pillows (laughs) after this is recording. While the true hero of the show <laughs> is leaving his household and traveling down to Yankee Stadium in the middle of the night at 1 a.m. for a shot that I received at 3.30 in the afternoon. Yeah, yeah. Okay? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's okay. That's, that's okay. The night calls the to of, me. That's the state of health. <laughs> And medicine in yeah. 2021 in America, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. Yeah. And then I'll uh, hit Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah. Little Dunk, little Dunk can't hurt you. I don't know. You know. Okay. It, it might mix though. It might mix. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm not know, quite sure. Yeah. And then mix with the J and J, and you become. Yeah, 50 foot tall jelly man. <laughs> Shoots. The superhero who shoots jelly out of one end and glazed out of the other. It's, it's sick. We're sick. He's got a utility belt with do- with 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 donut holes. Yes, and coconut munchkins. sprinkles. Coconut munchkins. sprinkles. He's got munchkins in it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So okay. We're we're hoping that you know a little bit of uh, you know the, the the writing class, the master class that is WandaVision, and the little discussion we had in that whole discussion about. Um, bizarre claims on Twitter um, about the rights of writers. 
will suffice for you this week. Uh, my main concern is to hear the addendum of this show where Alex says, Help me! <laughs> Simmons fly! Simmons fly! Help me! Help me! Help me! Help me! <laughs> and they watch the spider close in on him, too. Right. <laughs> Just, you know, stop it! <laughs> no, no, or, watch it. <laughs> or this is Johnson & Johnson, so he could become Powder Man! Yeah, it's Powder Puff Man, too. <laughs> Saving chafed butts throughout America. <laughs> And on that note, folks, Chris, as always. Always a pleasure. Be safe for me. Please be safe. I, I will. I will, and, folks. And let's get the addendum and let me know how it goes. And you we'll got get it. the write up soon. All right. Peace, everybody. Get your shots. Wear your masks. Wash your wash hands. Wash your hands. After you wash your hands, wash your hands. Wash again. your hands again. That's right. <laughs> Take Peace. care, everybody. Peace. Hey there, folks. Quick addendum. Yes, I made it through a shot in the dark. Uh, actually, I was in and out in an hour. Yankee Stadium was fairly easy going. And, um, you know, a few questions, a pinch in the arm, 15 minutes of sitting around to make sure I didn't grow extra arms or anything, and I was out. So that's that adventure. Stay tuned for more. <laughs>